The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. Engaging conversation with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Breaking news with Eileen Bell and sports with Morley Scott. This is the Afternoon News on 630 Chad, Edmonton's breaking news and conversation station. Welcome to Friday. Do you know, it's funny. It feels like it doesn't get here soon enough. And then when it does, you're like, wow, that was fast. This week has flown by. It has now in hindsight. Yeah. It felt, honestly, this last 24 hours has flown by. I feel like I just got up from this chair. <laughs> of course, you were gone. You had a very busy day yesterday. Yesterday was a busy day, yeah. It was so, a great day. Yeah. What was the noon thing again? It was the so, Momentum. The Momentum Mental Health Awards. Right. So Momentum Walk-In uh, Counseling put on the first ever um, mental health awards to to um, acknowledge the people who are working towards, um, you know, reducing the stigma uh, when it comes to mental health in Edmonton. And so it was a great awards, but, it, you know, it was, it was uh, short and sweet, but it was downtown fairly early. Got back here at 1.30. That's right. You still, you still beat me in, by the way. I know. I, was, <laughs> I texted you and said, I'm leaving downtown. I, I texted you at 1.05 and said, I'm leaving downtown right now. I was sitting in my... you were at work already. I, know. I was sitting in my pajamas and just went... <laughs> because basically, if I think I have to do the show on my own, which I thought I would have to do some portion of it on yeah. my own, then there's absolutely no need for me to come yeah. in because you're not here to talk to. No. So Brad, the, the producer, talks to me or texts me, yeah. and we go back and forth. So I had the first... Well, we had Gordon anyway, so yeah, I had the so first half hour. We're taken care of. Um, but then turn around and went to the es- uh, Edmonton Eskimos women's dinner last night. Yeah, so which was awesome. Morley and I were talking about that. Yeah, I heard. He, uh, <laughs> I heard by a lot of the women who were listening to you on the way to the event. Really, they weren't complaining, were they? I mean, I think it was respectful. They were laughing because, oh, and I said, well, what were they saying? Well, you know, we don't know what goes on in there. The men yeah. are allowed in and then they have to leave. Yeah, and With hoods you know, over their heads, yeah, apparently. Yeah, no. And that's no longer the case. No, men are men are allowed. So men, was there as many men as there was women? Oh gosh, because no, it is was, a women's dinner. Yeah, it's it's. Um, no, I think I saw one man oh. who was there, but then oh, was it Len Rhodes? No, okay. but Len was there. Jason Moss was there. The ah. GM was there. All of that. So yeah, <laughs> Sutherland. Brock. Brock, yeah. Yeah. Son, yeah. Hmm. Yeah, so, but it was a great night. You get to go down um, into the dressing room and never seen the dressing room before. Hmm. And there was uh, tours of the equipment area. It's, it's nice, their dressing room. It is really nice. It's big, too. I did not expect it to be that nice. I had this picture in my head of... It's pretty cool because it's big yeah. enough in the center. It looks like you could set up a whole formation in there. Well, you had, I don't know how many... Well, there was, what, 50 tables there with eight, ten women at what, each table. Wait a minute. Like, the tables were in the dressing no, room? No, 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 no. But I'm oh. saying the, the women, like the, the dressing room was packed well, all of us yeah. down there. Because then we got to go down and meet uh, some of the players. Nice. Yeah. Now, they weren't, of course, the season has yet to begin. So there was no awkward moment when one of them walked out of the shower or anything no, like that? No, nothing like okay. that. No, no, no. They all had suits on. Oh, nice. Mm-hmm. Athletes look great in suits. They do. Yeah. They and don't always fit properly, but they still look great. Then you realize, uh, like, is it Matt O'Donnell? Mm, sure. Yeah, big guy. 6'11". Yeah, he's huge. He's massive. Yeah. Guy's a whole line all by himself. He, yeah, he's a, he's he's massive. If and he lays sideways, he's the average <laughs> width and height of a line. And uh, Ryan King was there, and Calvin McCarty was there. Mm. Um um, 
Oh my gosh, I forgot. Blair King Sewell was, was there. there. Almondo Sewell yeah. was there. I'm just going by your pictures. Yes, thank you. That's, uh, yeah. And then there was another. Um, another you look very there. happy in all your pictures. Well, you know I like football. Yeah. I the sport. Yeah. yeah I, 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 I sure, like, sure. I yeah. like football. Yeah. Um, I didn't like football before I met my husband, but then you marry a guy who coaches football, and you at a lot of football games, and you learn to love the game. Yep, that's like me and Real Housewives. I totally get it. <laughs> <laughs> Never watched an episode before um, I met Carol. But uh, yeah, but to see behind the scenes is always neat, and to yeah. be down at that level where they come out onto the field, it's a really neat view as well. So yeah, it was neat. I, I uh, you know, back in the day, if Morley's Morley's busy, so assuming he's not listening but back when i used to do the uh, from the sidelines yes. or whatever it was called and so we're always looking for a, a a different backdrop right but at the same time you only have say i would want to tape six in a day yeah. so then that's the only way to do it you got to knock them off right um and you don't want them all to look the same because you don't want it to look like you taped six in a day this is when we used to put them up on the site so mm-hmm. there was video to go along with it so morley or dave or one of them was like uh well, you got the accreditation. Like, just go in the dressing room. Like, as long as you got... And I'm like, yeah, it's yeah. great. So I'm talking to somebody, and I swear those guys were purposefully waiting <laughs> for the two-and-a-half-minute mark to walk naked behind the, the whoever I'm talking to. It's like, really? And there's no... I don't know. I don't have the technical uh, know-how to, like, blur out anything. But it was like... Stop doing that! I know, but, it, it, the, you know, the, it seemed casual, but at the same time, quite unfortunately coincidental. Like, no matter where we pointed, mm-hmm. naked guy would come out of the shower. It's like, what are you guys like? Is it a relay race? Like, doesn't everyone get off the field at basically the same time and get that done? <laughs> and no towels, of course, right? Okay. Yeah. I think that's just a football thing, because to be honest with you, I've seen that over the years many times. As soon as a camera fires up in a dressing room, you don't see it in hockey, but in football you do. Uh... They come out with the towel, and then, boom, towel's gone. It's like, ah, oh, there you go, fans. You know, you should tilt the camera up. <laughs> yeah. Well, if I was taller, <laughs> that's and the problem. And put it up around the six-foot mark. <laughs> yeah, just the top of my head. <laughs> the camera and just kind of get a ladder and hit the record button. And well, you just mentioned, like, some of those linemen are really yeah, tall, was, so you, you got to get a wide shot. 6'11". I know. Yeah. Anyway, it was a it was a fun night, and it it, it uh, all raises money for um, ovarian cancer research. A longtime Edmonton Eskimos um, employee who passed away from ovarian cancer right. um, at the age I think it was forty five. Actually, mm, very young. Yeah. Yeah. And so ever since then, um, they've they've done this, and uh, it turns out to be a really fun night. I've only ever been. This is only. I emceed it years back. I think this was the tenth edition of it. I emceed it in year two or three. That never yeah. got invited back. Oh, that's um, and followers. then was able to go last night and just enjoy it. So your was name nice. was came up on the list again. I, I gave you bad directions too. I said it was at the Clark Stadium end, but it's at the other end, right? Uh, you know what they they said uh, pretty much. I, I parked at um, I, I parked at Clark and then yeah. just walked over through the fitness center. That's that how works they kind too. of did yeah. it. Yeah, that's where most people. Uh, ended up parking and going through. Hey, we've got a guest on the show this afternoon, coming up actually in just a few minutes yeah, at 2.35. I know that uh, this is a topic that's important to you. Well, important to me. I just think it's uh, it's it's a good thing to keep in mind. Ryan, mm. Ryan Jesperson and I are very much on the same page about 
about this one, yeah. and it's about dressing appropriately at work. <laughs> yeah, the old uh, dress for the job you want, not, not the, the job, job you have. have, right? Yeah. So uh, we'll have uh, from office team the branch manager Shelley uh, Passingham. Passingham. Yeah. So that should be an interesting conversation, and a few numbers as to how many people are dressing appropriately or aren't. What is appropriate? What isn't appropriate? And and what your what what managers actually think about that with your chances and and how it impacts your chances of getting promoted. Hmm. Um, it was my first news director that I ever worked for um, that Pound did that one into me. Yeah, his name was Gary Rinney, and I can remember once showing up, and I had a beautiful sweater on, and he hated when I anchored the newscast with the sweater on, but it was a gorgeous sweater. Um, but we had to do a photo shoot, or we had to take some pictures that day, and he got me in the hallway, and he says, so... That sweater is okay to wear on air, but not to do promo pictures in. Mm. What does that tell you? Well, it tells me it's not good down air either then. Right? Yeah. And that has always stuck in my brain. Hmm. Yep. That's funny. I had a, when I worked for Algoma Steel in the sales department, do you remember the sales department at Algoma Steel? It was a building of its own across from the bridge. So you know where the bridge was to Sioux, Michigan? Yeah. So there's a there's a building that's unmarked, basically. Okay. It's got a parking lot big, but that's the sales building. So all sales staff are in there except uh, vice presidents and up. And the air conditioning routinely broke down in this office. And the summer in the Sioux, it could get so hot in that building, right? None of the windows opened. And they would open a door downstairs. It's like a cell block, yeah. Yeah, and, and we were upstairs, our department. So they would open two doors downstairs to try and get a breeze, but it never went up to the second floor. And one day, and I didn't do this on purpose. You had to wear a suit to work, right? Uh, you could take the jacket off, but you had to keep the tie yeah. and the shirt on, of course. Um, so I didn't even notice this because it was just busy. But I guess everybody had taken their tie off. And um, and I didn't. But I didn't do it for because, any other reason. Yeah. I just forgot to take my tie off, right? Or, or didn't think of it. And my manager called me in, which was really unusual because there's a couple of levels of supervision before you get to a manager of a department at Algoma Steel. But he called me in. Uh, I don't think I even knew if he knew my name, but he called me in and just said, I just wanted you to know it has not gone unnoticed that you are still dressed professionally. And I've never forgotten yeah. it. That's, you know, 30 years ago. Well, again, it depends on your workplace. Some workplaces are, are very casual, but, you know, there are there are dress codes in, mm-hmm. a, in a lot of workplaces. And, and I think... Well, it's this time of year where it tends to come up, too, and right? And it gets a little sketchy. Gets a little warmer you know? and, yeah. Are you, what kind, are you allowed to wear shorts? What kind of shorts? Yep. How long can the shorts be? Flip-flops, yes or no? Yeah, flip, flip-flops. Um, yeah, Muscle flip-flops, shirts. Muscle shirts. <laughs> as long as there's a tie. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so we'll, we'll have that conversation at 2.30, and then, boy, oh, boy, is there just a mishmash of odd stories to really, get to today. Really odd stories. It is Friday, so uh, combined with this, we can say, actually, I, w- I would say all of these stories belong in the big blue folder. Yes, they do. So we'll have some fun this afternoon. So we were talking about uh, the uh, Edmonton Eskimos women's dinner last night and uh, some of the players that were there. I think it was Matt O'Donnell, who's so tall, he's like six foot eleven, and just towered over everyone in the locker room last night. So, But we're going to go from uh, from tall men to short men, and there's a new study. There's scientists out of uh, the Netherlands that are saying short man syndrome is real. They're saying that scientists have confirmed that smaller men act more aggressively to make up for their lack of height. Now, I have heard this 
term and and understood what it meant has has meant for my entire life. Right. It's the Napoleon complex. The Napoleon cl- complex. Which is a misnomer, by the way, because, because Napoleon was wasn't actually short. He yeah. was actually, you know, normal height right. for that. He just hired tall guards. Yeah, he was about yeah. five foot seven, they say, which That's was, right. you know, pretty much normal at that time. Um, but there's a lot of folks who will say that when dealing, obviously, specifically with short men, that... Um, they're like dogs chewing on a bottom yeah, of a tree. Yeah, they find them more aggressive, uh, more focused on self-interest and not as empathetic. And by the way, if you're wondering what the definition is, the average Canadian man mm-hmm. is 5 foot 10 inches. So if you want to really? know... Really? That yeah, tall? Exactly. So if you want to know whether you're uh, you're short or tall, <laughs> I guess, based on the average, 5, 10 and up, you're uh, you're on the tall side, 5, uh, 9 and 0.99 down, you're on the short side. <laughs> so I barely made it. I'm 5, 10 and a half. I, I sometimes, if that's not an option, I'll say 5, 11, but you I'm 5, 10. You have lifts in your shoes, yeah. Yeah, I, you know, up on my toes a little bit. Uh, so what they did for this particular study, although there's been other studies in the past that back up these findings, they uh, played a game called the dictator game. It's actually a very common game among mm-hmm. psychologists. It's it's an interesting study. And what the uh, dictator game is, they give participants a certain amount of uh, money, uh, either theoretical or actual. So they might give them 18 coins. Mm-hmm. And uh, then they meet their partner mm-hmm. who they've not met before and they're given an opportunity to get to know one another a little bit one way or another and then the person with the coins the dictator is told that he must give that other person any amount of coins and it so can be nothing it can though, be zero well. it can be zero but he has to determine the number of coins he'd like to give to the other person and what they discovered was that when a shorter person Um, met a taller person that they would often give them very few coins, if any coins at all. But when a short person met uh, another short person, they would be a little more gracious with the coins. But when a tall person was given the opportunity to be the dictator, they were extremely fair, Mm -hmm. that they would either divide them in half or they would be completely uh, charitable and give them all or many of the coins. So the idea is, I guess, that tall people feel like no matter what they give away, they'll have the ability to get it back, whereas short people feel like they've had to fight for everything they've gotten and they're not giving it up, especially uh, to a tall person. Yeah, and, and there there are some studies and statistics that say actually, in, in certain cases, for example, the taller the, you are, the more money that you're going to make, that you will yes. make more money than a shorter person, things like that, which, yeah. might, which might tie exactly Exactly, and there was another interesting wrinkle to it. So in the dictator game, there is no punishment. If Mm. the dictator gives you nothing, there is no punishment. So those results I told you were all based on no punishment for the dictator. Mm. But when they changed it and told the dictator, the shorter person, that, listen, there will be a punishment if you don't act fairly, they would be more fair. And once again, the conclusion being that short people feel like, A, they've had to fight for whatever they have, but if they don't try to be compatible with others that it'll be taken from them whereas on the opposite was not true telling the uh, tall people that there would be punishment had no effect on how many coins they gave away so it's again this syndrome like that's what that's the definition of a syndrome right so 
short people. And like you just mentioned, yeah. studies have shown that they're right. Um, there was a study in 2004 mm-hmm. uh, by a psychologist, and he calculated that for every inch of height added over average height, it also added $789 to someone's mm-hmm. annual salary. Mm-hmm. So that it's not just the short person who's perception is important yeah. here. It's other people's perception of a short person. And also the other one, uh, there was another one said uh, they had pulled the management of half the top U.S. companies and found that 58% of chief executives were at least six foot, uh, six feet tall compared to just 14% of the population. Yeah, and listen to this. It's like I almost feel like a conspiracy theorist mm-hmm. here, but it's just funny when you have so many studies. Since 1916, and now that's the era when our politicians have uh, appeared on cinema screens. Remember back Back in the day, that's where you got your news. Well, you wouldn't remember, nor would I, but it used to be that you'd get your news, you'd go to see a movie, and they'd play a newsreel first, right? So since 1916, when politicians have appeared on cinema screens and then, of course, subsequently TV, the taller U.S. presidential candidate has won 17 times versus the shorter candidate just six. <laughs> it's a two-to-one ratio, almost three-to-one. Some of them coming in, someone uh, is calling it Yorkie syndrome, uh, meh, generalization. Um, and then <laughs> a study can't be a generalization. It's data. S- someone says, I don't trust short guys. I think they're a-holes. <laughs> and then goes on to something else. Uh, Happy Friday. You're talking about ALF syndrome. Angry little, mm, <laughs> says Paul. And then someone says Napoleon was a short little jerk, but he wasn't. He wasn't. He was That's actually sad. average height. He was yeah. 5'7", which was the average height for a man at that time in that area. But he was often, um, the reason that that was perpetuated, that stereotype, was because he posed with his royal guards or whatever and often, and he hired specifically tall, tall ones. Tall ones, yeah. Um, and then this text, I'm, fo- I'm five foot eight and border on cowardice. Certainly there are short people with aggression, but that's just a stereotype. But it's not necessarily aggression in terms of physical aggression. <laughs> it can just be owliness and cantankerousness and any other words you can think of. Just- Kevin says, wow, you just made this five foot eight guy really depressed. <laughs> No. I mean, because not all short guys no. have short man syndrome. It's just oftentimes <laughs> yeah. it will be pointed out if if, if a mm-hmm. man is short and they are what's described as Napoleon complex. Right. I mean, there's other studies which suggest that women more attracted to taller men, obviously, you know, that kind of thing. But all of these, it would be a generalization if we had used the words all short men. We didn't. We're saying that statistically, these are what various studies have shown based on height. And those are just statistics, not generalizations at all. I've dated... um, Would you date a man shorter than you? I have. I Actually, um, the first guy I ever lived with was shorter than me. I would not date a woman taller than me. Really? No. I wouldn't... No, just wouldn't appeal to me. Coach and I are around the same height. Yeah. Actually, I think if I have heels on... Uh, I think we're around the same height. Well, he Carol might be puts about her, inch taller than me. She puts her heels on, and i got to go back in the house and get my cowboy boots. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> She's pretty tall. It depends. It depends. Well, you know, Carol's kind of... Carol's about five foot six, five foot seven. Yeah, but I'm, you put I'm heels on Carol. that. Well, that's the thing, right? Yeah. You put heels on me. Oh, I can't imagine. Yeah, I'm the... Jolly green giant, right? <laughs> it's like, watch out, here comes Big Red! Jolly? Yes, mainly jolly. <laughs> if I have heels on, it means I'm usually going out. So yeah, I suppose happy. that's true. Right? But yeah, interesting. I, I thought that was... Uh, yeah. 
And, you know, a good segue into our next segment when we come back talking about <laughs> clothing because we're going to be telling you or we'll find out what the best clothing is if you want to get that job you've oh, always wanted. Dan says... Um I'm five foot six. How screwed am I? And then this one out of Red Deer. I don't know. I'm over six feet and I'm a jerk. <laughs> I'm six foot two and I have a hard time taking short people seriously. Doesn't seem to matter how angry they are. Wow. Um, I'm cantankerous, but that's because I'm old, not because I'm short. And women like tall men because they can reach the dishes on the top shelf. Mm. Very true. The 6.30 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 6.30 Chad.